I hope you enjoy the upcoming content that we'll have for you on today's episode. I think you'll get quite a bit out of it. And know that today's episode is brought to you by the Swim Master Melody Course at successwithmusic.com. If you are in the songwriting game, if you are in the production game, make sure you understand what it takes to create a melody before you get to mastering and mixing and all that man it all starts with a powerful melody check it out today it is absolutely worth the investment the swim master melody course at successwithmusic.com hey let's get to the show this is swim success with music Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Walt, and this is Success With Music. I am your music coach, your two cups a day coffee drinker, your, yeah, should have went to bed on time, sleep seeker. I don't know, man. I feel like I'm becoming immune to caffeine. All right, y'all, let's uh, let's get it today. I'm going to have some energy. You hear me? Uh, Listen, this is Success With Music. This is a podcast for musicians. I appreciate everyone who tunes in every week. Musicians, music students, beat makers, singers, songwriters. Hey, I appreciate the love. I thank you guys for tuning in literally all over the world. I encourage you to continue to listen to the show. Make sure you share the show. That helps us keep things going here. All right, before we get started today, I want to bring you some music from Hannah Ledwich. Hannah is a phenomenal, multi-talented musician. She is uh, over there in Europe. She's in the UK specifically. Listen, Hannah can can do just about everything, right? So she's an instrumentalist. She plays drums, keyboard, guitar. Hannah Ledwich from AdLib Music. Check her out. Support her. She's out there on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash adlib music free. Again, that's adlib music free. You can also check her out on her website. That's adlib music.com. Yo, check her out. And remember, if you want your music featured on the show, make sure you send an email to ask at successwithmusic.com. This can be you. So make sure you get that feature here, man. So I want to talk about something that uh, a lot of you want to know a lot about. I've done a whole bunch of music stuff throughout my life. Today, I'd like to share a few places, just a few, where I've earned a few bucks creating, playing, and selling music. 
All right. So that will be our topic today. I'm going to just share with you a few places where I've earned money with music. And these places, by the way, I believe they're very um, obtainable for you as the average musician, as the average listener. And that's really what this program is all about, helping the average musician uh, earn above average income and tap into knowledge that will help you become more successful. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. In light or in honor of us talking about ways to make money with music, I'd like to share three unconventional uh, non-music related ways people are making that money. Let me give you the first one here. Apparently, you can get paid for jellyfish. And no, I did not mean to say catfishing. That's just mean. But yeah, people who raise and subsequently sell jellyfish are making that paper. (laughs) It's a crazy industry, but apparently that is a thing out there. I'm not sure what you do with a jellyfish when you buy it. I I don't, I don't know. But again, people are pretty innovative and uh, yeah, there's a market out there to uh, sell jellyfish. So uh, if you're about that, um, that jellyfish life, uh, maybe you can make some money there. If the music thing doesn't work out quick question though, what is the opposite of a jellyfish? Peanut butter fish. Okay. All right. Back to the list here. The second thing that you can do to uh, make some extra money is be a poo collector. And uh, no, not Winnie the Pooh. I mean, real poo. Real poo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just got real, huh? Actually, I heard about this uh, one in my my city here, and and this is a real one. I'm not making jokes. There are well-to-do people out there who are willing to pay someone to come to their backyard and to clean up poo from Fido. Yep, clean up poo from their dogs. There are businesses popping up all around that specializes in cleaning up and disposing dog poop. And, And here's the thing. I'm not even trying to knock the hustle of people who are doing this. I'm just trying to figure out the dog owners. What are they doing? Why even buy? Why even buy a dog if you're not willing to clean up after it? I mean, handle your business when your dog does its business. Okay. Anyways, let's go on to step. Um, let's go on to the number three way, not the number two. Mm-hmm. Let's go on to the number three way that uh, you can make money. Get your side hustle on. If you don't mind the cold and have a chainsaw and some Michelangelo skills, you can be one of those party ice sculptors. The guys you see like in those movies at those exclusive parties at night where they have the the, the uh, green lasers. Yeah, I'm not sure if you've seen these types of uh, things here, but I've seen this on TV a few times. They make these, you know, huge like swan sculptures, things for weddings. The crazy part is I hear that these guys get paid anywhere from like $400 on up per sculpture. So, uh, yeah, man, if you can go out there and make these cool creations, cool creations. All right. My joke sucked. That's okay. But you laughed. Okay. You smiled. Me? No. Okay. Let's just move on. All right, let's uh, <laughs> uh, let's get on to our main topic for today. 
the things I mentioned to you just a second ago, again, they are real, but they may not be the ideal way of getting your side hustle on or just making money to support your lifestyle or your band or your music dreams or that type of thing. So I'd like to talk about four things I've done over the years with my music talent and know-how. And uh, who knows, maybe these are things that you can do as well to help you generate some actual revenue, some real money for, you know, in exchange for your talents. All right. So I'm going to blast through this list pretty fast, but I hope that you'll hear an idea that you can use uh, to go from amateur to pro, non-paid person, music person to a paid music person. Now, before I get into my list, understand that there are some finer details that I can't cover in, you know, a short podcast. So just be aware of that. All right. So, um, you know, don't write me some hate mail about giving you the, uh, the high level view here, but hopefully I'll give you enough to get you going in the right direction. I've seen these things and done these things firsthand. So I'm not telling you something that I heard from someone else. I've done these things in cash checks and took credit card payments, cash. All right. You get the point. Okay. So here's number one. I wrote and I produced music for artists, but here's the key. I did this for aspiring artists. I've always been pretty proficient at putting songs together, whether it be, you know, lyrics, beats, uh, concepts, maybe a song structure, melody. I've been pretty good at programming and editing, playing. These are things I'm just proficient at. The problem, however, is when I came across other musicians like singers, instrumentalists, I always assumed for whatever reason that these people were creators just like me. But I've come across a lot of musicians and nothing against them. You may be one of them who were more on the performance side. They would take an idea and actually be able to perform it. But that idea would have to have to be provided for them. Now, as I got this through my thick skull over time, I learned the lesson that I was able to provide my writing and my production expertise for those who needed help developing music for their specific vocal range, their vocal style, personality, you name it. Now, here are some things that I've done that, that I did for these uh, musicians. I helped create demos for, I don't know, them creating their first song or maybe the, maybe for them shopping themselves to a record label. I've been paid to take the lyrics that someone else have put together and create music around those lyrics. I've even participated in creating an original love song, like for a wedding uh, hint, this idea actually pays well. The things that I just mentioned are things that I did for people right here in my city. When I first started off on this particular topic, I mentioned aspiring artists or with the wedding thing, maybe small clientele. I wasn't out there making songs for billboard, top billboard artists, that type of thing. Yeah, I think we all would love to do that. I'm talking about helping out that artist in your city, that band in your city, help maybe writing a song for a couple who's getting married. We're just talking about small stuff here, but those things actually pay. All right. So that's one idea for you. Create songs, help people out with songs locally. The point is you do have to be good at it. But if you're pretty proficient at it, you can actually command a few hundred bucks just for using your, your musical talent. All right. Next thing. 
perform at an event. Now, this one may be kind of an obvious one, but usually when I talk about perform, perform an event, most people think about concerts and huge venues and things like that. So let's take a step back here. If you're a DJ, vocalist, rapper, instrumentalist, you actually stand a chance at making money during live performances. But again, we're not talking about packing out an arena or a stadium in your city. I'm talking about uh, you being able to, let's say, perform at a business conference. I've done this before. Um, perform for a community event. Perform at church services. If you're not too crazy and way out there with inappropriate lyrics, this is going to be a crazy one. You may not see this one coming. Perform at funerals. Huh? I didn't think of that, did you? Uh, weddings. I kind of alluded to that with creating a, maybe a music track for someone who's getting married, but you can be that wedding singer, you know, turning up and, uh, you know, doing your thing. It pays. I've opened up, uh, in terms of music for motivational speakers at conferences. And I mean, the list goes on. The point is, I'm actually pointing you to non-musical events. These are places you can actually make a few bucks. And the thing is, the, the event hosts are more likely to have you come in and do your music because you are kind of like this extra special feature. Right. But if you're trying to open up for some huge act that's coming into town and let's say it's a it's a it's a musician or a band, you're going to have a hard time to you know open up for a huge national act. But if you get involved with something where you don't have music competition, guess what? You have a venue. And here's the thing. In these places I mentioned, you may be be able to come in and sell some merch, some merchandise. You may be able to push uh, and plug um, your other songs or what have you. And that would be appropriate. Maybe not at uh, (laughs) weddings and uh, funerals. Amen. All right. um, Let's go to number three. I created a lot of music for my indie artists over the years. I ended up taking one of her tracks that I really, really believed in, and I had it licensed with a global fashion network. Now, it took a few calls and it took a lot of, uh, you know, knocking on doors, but music that was just kind of sitting around on my computer, I was able to uh, get that exchange for a pretty big check. And when I say licensed, that basically means that someone will borrow your music. In my case, this was a global cable network. They played my song behind various scenes on their roster of channels. Here's the thing. I still owned I still own the song. That's what licensing is all about. You let people borrow it, but you still own the material. So that means while the song was playing, let's say on cable or on this this fashion network, it can still be sold online or listened to in other places. And I control the full rights for these, the song. Now, I don't want to mislead you in this one here. The music licensing world is a very I mean, extremely competitive place. That's because there's a lot of money to be made in this place, in this area, and there's a lot of visibility. So if you wind up getting your music into some major, onto some major platform like a TV show or what have you, I mean, that's, that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot of credibility that you can build and you can, of course, roll that into sales 
of um, you know your, your downloads or what have you. It's a lot of work. But here's the thing. If you want to get into this area and look seriously into it, one of the things that I'm going to send you off to do as your homework today is look into finding out about people who are called music supervisors. One more time, music supervisors. These are people who are in charge of licensing or borrowing music in exchange for cash. So these are folks you want to learn about and get some information on. Here's a warning, though. When you go online, you will find a ton of places saying that you should pay to get access to music supervisors or pay to have lists and things like that. Here's the thing. When I got my hookup, I simply looked online and found some places I can call myself and I talk to music supervisors directly. So the point is, be careful about the, those uh, scams. I want to call them scams, but those pay to play situations where you can actually do the work yourself. You have to be diligent about doing it, but it's a viable thing if you really, really have a hot track that could go in a, sh- a TV show. Um, in a movie, that type of thing. One more time, you are looking for music supervisors. That title will change depending on, you know, where you're calling, but that name or that title is probably, it's widely recognized. So just start there in terms of learning about how to get your music license, especially for those tracks that are just sitting around collecting dust. And those tracks should be pretty hot. They should be like, you know, sound like they came out of a studio. If they're on that level, go after it. All right. Let's tackle the last area. My favorite area for making, making that money. So, As we covered, I've made money licensing music. I've performed at events. I've written songs for people like, you know, up and coming artists. But none of these, none of these, I repeat, none of these compare to the money I have made creating jingles for commercials. For those of you who don't know, a jingle is simply a short vocal centric piece of music that is used to promote a product, brand, idea, or company name. It's just music for commercial, but specifically, it's music that uh, has vocals that are designed, again, to promote a brand, product, idea, or company name. Now, unlike three to four minute songs and unlike playing, let's say, a three-hour gig at a wedding or a funeral, amen, a jingle is a mere 30 to 60 seconds. I've even created jingles that are just 15 seconds. Now, here's the question. How much money do you think a 30-second jingle can bring you? 30 seconds for a jingle. Well, I mean, there's a huge range out there. But for our purposes, when I say our purposes, I mean starting at a place that you as our listener out there that you can actually get access to, you can make about $2,500 for a jingle, $2,500, $2,500. And some of you may not be impressed with that amount of money. Um, the, the That amount that I just mentioned to you, that's for small time jingles, jingles that are not on the big scale. The big scale jingles are the 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 I'm loving it. 
uh, jingles. Uh, they are the nationwide is on your side jingles. Those are like the big baller, super, super, like maybe five, maybe six figure jingles. Most of us won't touch that, that, that level. Now I have created a jingle that is up there in that five figure range. Again, that's kind of way out there for people who are just looking to get into to doing something like this. The jingles that I'm talking about that you can actually create with relatively little resources are jingles for people in your city. The the commercials you hear on local radio or TV stations, the ads that are created by businesses that are in your town, but those businesses are like uh, running Facebook ads or they're running YouTube ads, those type of things. You can easily make $2,500 or more for one simple jingle. Now, I want you to think about something. Have you, and this is a part of your homework here, have you ever heard that music in the, the local car dealer ad or the commercial for your local gym? Or, or what about that dentist or eye doctor or county fair? Opportunity actually has been staring you in the face, but you probably have not I mean, paid it much attention. And quite frankly, some people think they're kind of cheesy and hokey and silly or whatever, but they're not the type of thing that you're going to brag about. Not like a Grammy, clearly. But again, they they pay well. This is something that I've done for 10 plus years and I've made a, quite a bit of money creating music for these commercials. And this is something that you can actually do. And with that in mind, let's go ahead and move into our tip of the day, because I want to talk about this last area of making money here in our tip of the day. Our tip of the day, no surprise, is sponsored by Jingle Money. And I'll talk about that here in just a second. Now, in order to explore or start to make money writing music for commercials, as I mentioned earlier, you need to actually look around, do a little research. Start listening to local commercials on your radio station. Start looking at those commercials on your TV stations. And again, these guys are on regular old TV, but they're also online and places like that. Your TV station, they're online. Your local radio station, they're online. The point is they're local. No matter how they're putting out their message, they're local. I want you to listen to those car dealer ads. Listen to those hospital ads or ads for retailers or restaurants or plumbers, electricians, the list goes on. I am nearly 100% sure that as you listen to commercials from these local businesses, you will hear a few jingles out there. And guess what? When you don't hear jingles for those businesses that I just uh, outlined uh, for you, guess what? That that's That's money out there that could be yours. That could be a place where you could uh, contact that business and offer them your music services. All right. So let's get into how you can do that. And that's uh, the tip for today. I encourage you to grab this book called Jingle Money, the essential guide to making real money writing jingles. This book is literally a guide, an easy step by step guide for how to make money writing music for commercial. And the cool thing is it takes you from starting with absolutely nothing to your first customer to how much to charge. I mean, absolutely everything. The newest edition of Jingle Money was just released through Hal Leonard. That's a publisher. 
Do do you remember how Leonard? Have you seen how Leonard books, like in your band class or in your music lessons? Well, this book is available through How Leonard. It's legit. Um, you can also pick this book up on Amazon. Jingle Money is incredibly easy to read. I don't like reading huge wordy novels. It's just not interesting to me. This book is very, very simple to read. And as you're reading it, you can actually apply the information step by step, tip by tip. It will actually help you figure out how to make the money that we just talked about. And actually even more if you if you read the entire thing. I'm clearly biased. And, uh, you know, I'd admit that. But here's the thing. I've actually I've done this before. So that's where my, my bias comes from. But the point is, if you are going to invest in something, at least invest in something that will help you make money in this music game. So even though you may not want to be a professional jingle writer, uh, that's cool. At least use your musical talents to earn money in the the slick part is you can do it on your own terms, on your own time. You can do it after work, in the morning, at night. <sighs> Again, check out the book Jingle Money, the essential guide to making real money writing jingles. It's on Amazon, and uh, I'm telling you, it is a phenomenal read. All right, uh, guys, that is our time for today. Make sure you check out that book, and make sure you check us next week. Hey, listen, if you don't like making money writing jingles, there's always dog poo collection. If Fido is about that life, you can be too. You know what I'm saying? This just gets old. I know there's gotta be a better way for me in this life. That is my dream. Here's to a family.